0: Even with a track record in innovation that spans five decades, Axion has faced the same struggles as any organization in implementing new technologies. We spoke with Gina Harmon, CEO of Axion's U.S. network, about the challenges Axion and the U.S. overcame in rolling out what they call their most significant investment in innovation to date an effort to optimize the evaluation of small business loan applicants across their national online lending platform. The process hasn't always been easy, but it has produced insights that other organizations can learn from.
1: How do we close that gap between our ability as an organization to move forward with the pace of technology that is flying by us?
0: Hear how Axion answered that question and what the implications are for its low-income borrowers in Next Billion's latest podcast, starting in three, two, one. Thank you for joining us, Gina. It's
1: very nice to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: It's our pleasure. Um, first, I was wondering if you could talk a little about the core challenges of serving small businesses in the U.S. with financial services, and uh, what makes the, uh, serving them particularly challenging for a nonprofit like Accion. Uh,
1: I, I think actually our nonprofit status probably aids us in a certain perspective, and I'll get to that in a minute. But I think for all of us, we're time challenged, and for a small business owner, um, when a great percentage of the small businesses in the United States are owned and operated by a sole proprietor time is really difficult. And while they're building their businesses, looking externally or looking outward to find support, whether it's in the form of capital or mentoring uh, networks, ways to access new markets, that's, those are really precious um, moments for a small business owner. For us, the challenge is being available, being visible. Um, and for our 25-year history, that really depended on um, uh, consultants who were active in communities, who were on Main Street knocking on doors, attending community meetings, speaking in front of gatherings, whether it was the Kiwanis Club or uh, a gathering of small business owners, just to make Axiom's work visible. Things have changed a great deal with the Internet, um, and we've seen really a rise of small business owners looking for capital and support online. But we also have seen a real change in their expectations around service and speed and ease that have come along with the Internet becoming a very vibrant marketplace for capital. So it's finding the business owners, being available at the right time, being able to deliver information in a meaningful uh, way and meeting them uh, at that point in their journey when capital is the right question to be asking.
0: Well, uh, speaking of the Internet, that's a perfect segue to my next question. I, I wonder if you could speak a little about the new initiative Axion has launched to digitize and scale your national online lending oh, yeah. platform.
1: So I think for many of us who've been working in this field for decades now, It's really been a difficult formula to solve because to serve a greater number of small businesses meant adding staff. And as a nonprofit, we really rely on the generosity of organizations like the MetLife Foundation uh, to support the work that we do and to allow us to make capital available to businesses who, for the most part, are really locked out of uh, traditional financial institutions uh, when they're looking for capital. That support enables us to lend at a fair price. It enables us to spend the time that's needed for a small business owner to understand what she's capable of taking on um, as debt and what the benefits might be to the business over the term of that debt and right-size that investment and make sure the loan product is the right fit for the kind of investments that she wants to make. So when we came to the idea, learning a great deal from what was happening in the marketplace, that there were now technology tools that were available that would put the Axiom brand name and the Axiom products and services in front of people who were shopping um, online for capital, we really needed the support of Philanthropy to get that done. And we're so fortunate to have in MetLife Foundation really an enlightened partner. They've learned from their experience around financial inclusion all around the world that technology could be a real differentiator, both in the delivery mechanism and in building awareness, connecting uh, the supply and the demand. And they've enabled us to make an investment, build a small team uh, here at Axion to make smart decisions about whether... We want to build our own technology or leverage the kind of echo sphere that's built up around this new online capital marketplace uh, and to bring the speed and efficiency to the activities that are required for us to help a small business owner access capital. So I'll just name two of those because I think. Um, it might illuminate the kind of problems that we're looking to solve and also calm some concerns about whether technology means we'll be turning away from the people we've traditionally supported. We make a decision uh, quite different in many ways from other lenders, and that is we look at the cash flow of the business and really ask the question, can this business continue to accumulate assets and take on more debt? And that picture is pretty hard uh, to put together sometimes, many times. Uh, small business owners know uh, that they should have uh, taken advantage of online accounting tools, but they don't always have the time to do it. And the old image of um, a micro lender around the world is sitting at a table with a brown paper bag full of receipts and trying to piece together a cash flow. But things have moved a little bit beyond that, uh, certainly for us in this marketplace. But being able to automate the collection of data that gives us a real accurate picture of where the business owner's uh, cash is coming in and what it's going out for allows us to be confident in the amount of money that we can lend and the reliability of the borrower um, when it comes to repaying that loan. So it's looking at automating processes that help us make a good credit decision uh, on the behalf of the business owner. And making it much easier for them to provide us information, whether it's a bank record or credit card receipts, uh, and allowing our staff, which is really quite small uh, given the scale of the opportunity and the challenge, uh, to focus on connecting to the small business owner and providing them what they most often cite as the great value from Axion, and that's the confidence that they can succeed.
0: Um, So I wonder if you could talk about any failures or persistent challenges that you've had to overcome in uh, planning and implementing tech-based innovation, including this one, either alternative lending or other areas. Um, did you learn anything from those challenges that could be useful to other nonprofit or even for-profit lenders who are embracing innovation to serve these low-income segments?
1: Yeah, actually, I, I would tell you that for having been in business now, you know, in the private sector and the nonprofit sector, your tax status doesn't protect you from being foolish <laughs> or lacking appropriate uh, appropriate hubris when you should have it. These projects are complex, complicated. Um, If somebody tells you it's going to take you six months, you should probably figure it's going to take you 18 or 24. Um, You know, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So what I'm talking about is um, having the ability as an organization to get real um, about how difficult this kind of work is and what the kinds of skills are that are required to make it happen. Um, we, as a nonprofit, have a board of directors. Most of us built our boards either around fundraising or coming at it from a community activism perspective. But when it comes to technology, that's not really the right set of folks. And when you look at how we've built our organization, you know, we've taken a pretty similar approach, which was who are the kinds of people that can make the right kind of connection who are going to treat small business owners with respect and dignity and who speak the you know dozens of different languages that make up our communities around the country and here we are saying wow you know we want to be able to give somebody a fast answer we want it to be accurate um, we want the experience to be rich uh, we want to eliminate all the pain so um, why don't we just do that and that's what I mean by hubris i I've, Said many times to the team here at, at the network, you know, what I, what I know you know has some value, but what I don't know um, is really the important stuff. And what I didn't know was that as we were thinking about technology, the place we really put our emphasis was on the technology itself. Right? Did we make a good choice? And were the automations going to be the right ones? And were we going to be able to pull all the data? But the real struggle. Um, is getting human nature to rise above its own inclination to not accept change. Hmm. And in a technology-driven company where you're starting from scratch, that's a much easier assignment than in an incumbent institution, even one as small as axiom, where people have been doing things The same way for a long time, the optimism of change when it meets the technology roadmap um, really becomes a pretty resistant personality, Um, always with the right motivation. Are we going to leave our borrowers behind? Is this really going to be easy? Does everybody have access? Is it going to work well on a cell phone? Um, We didn't spend enough time thinking about what we needed to be as as a leadership team. To get people to really welcome these changes um, and and not to leave it to the best of intentions, and I know from talking to our international colleagues who are you know hard at work at the, in developing nations, um, they're finding very similar things. It, it, you know it, I think we made an assumption we all use technology every day. I'm talking to you from a cell phone, which you know is my the primary way I answer emails, and so it felt like a natural fit, and our staff is young. Um, but it's hard to get people to change, and it's hard to know um, whether you've made the best decision at the time, and we're not fast movers, but technology just moves at incredible pace. I, I'll give you a small example. We. Um, a year into the process, realized that one of the best things that was going to come out of this exercise was that we're going to build this database. You know, we have the history of a half a billion dollars' worth of lending in the form of loan records um, for 240,000 loans or something like that. And um, we've never been able to look at it for any, from any vantage point before other than how are we doing collecting on the loans, because default rates are really critical to our, you know, our ability to survive. And now we have this database, and we never thought about, well, how, how are we actually going to access it? What are the things we can learn from it? What are the tools we need? So having failed to do that for about a year and a half in the planning of this, it suddenly you know, it was like one of these moments where you said, oh, my gosh, we forgot about that. And we were really lucky, Um, and we found a business intelligence tool to put on the top of this platform that allows us to access the data. Um, And we had a board meeting yesterday, and I'm very proud of our team, announced that we found the right partner, and there were three um, uh, members of our board who are themselves entrepreneurs that started spitting out names of, well, this one's less expensive. This one does better charts. That one's great for that. And I thought, you know, there I am again. (laughs) Somewhere between, wow, we fixed a problem. We're proud of ourselves. And in that six-month period we made an evaluation, three new tools became available. How do we close that gap between our ability as an organization to move forward with the pace of technology that is flying by us? Um part of it is just you do the best you can do. You lean on resources like um, the team at MetLife, not at the foundation, but in the commercial enterprise who made themselves available to us to call and ask questions and, you know, feel safe about the fact that we knew we were really asking stupid questions. Um and were very gracious with us and um pointing out where we could afford to be a little smarter. Um, and then our board has changed dramatically in the last two years because we knew um, that, that we needed people there who would lived these experiences and uh, would be able to say, oh, you're struggling? Well, that's exactly where you should be six months into this. Or, oh, you thought you were going to come out of the gate and be operating at 100%, but your volume's actually gotten down a little bit? That's typical. Um, we didn't really think about those things as much in the beginning as i do now when i can't fall sleep at night
0: i wonder if axion in the u.s has learned anything from axion's international microfinance operations um, and if the new tech solutions that you're rolling out in the united states might also be applied in emerging markets at some point
1: it's been a very rich learning opportunity for us um, and because it's been around for 55 years now, and and been supporting the development of microfinance institutions throughout that, um, there's a, a network of international uh, institutions that are trying to figure out how to become modern, which is really what we were. I mean, that's really what I think is the best way to think about our. Our efforts here is how, how do we become a modern uh, lender with small businesses? So we exchange lessons all the time, and collectively we bemoan the great opportunity of the startups um, that Exion um, is investing in, uh, along with others uh, that are not trying to move incumbent institutions along but are starting from scratch to disrupt uh, the way financial services are are delivered. And the distinctions between Starting de novo and moving um, an incumbent institution along are really different. We had an hour of our board meeting yesterday where we got a report from the Venture Lab at Axion that really is 80% of its investments are in in emerging markets and 20% here in the U.S. Uh, Just what they're working on, identifying pain points uh, that suddenly feel very familiar to us, though described in very different ways, Um, whether it's using phone records or electricity uh, records as a, a means of creating a credit profile for somebody, something that can be very useful to us here in the U.S. as we're looking largely at the startup business or somebody who's got a a great idea but no credit history um, in the U.S. Um, And then on the other side, you know, looking at product types and delivery mechanisms, the use of agent networks um, are all things that inspire us to think and to be focused more outward, and we get tons of the opportunity to do that in talking with um, the venture lab and with the companies that they've invested in. And there's something about our ability to laugh at ourselves and. Um, be transparent when we make mistakes that I think makes our experience here particularly useful to others in the Axiom network around the world. Um, I think our technology really has a lot of the characteristics of the regulatory environment in the United States and how uh, folks here in, in the U.S. use the internet, which is pretty different, or use of cell phones in new and different ways. Um, it's less relevant, I guess, in the uh, ways in which we've automated workflows, uh, but the human side of the lessons are rich um, and deep, and we're happy to share them. Um, I have no shame <laughs> when it comes to talking about the things we've done right and the things we've done wrong, and I think the richness um, and the learning opportunity sits right there in that that intersection of um,
0: Tried but failed, Uh, got up again and tried again. Well, that sounds like a very good note to end our interview. Um, Thank you again for joining us, Gina. It's really interesting to to talk with you and to hear about all the things that um, Axion in the U.S. is working on. It's an exciting uh, time for you and uh, congratulations on getting this far and we we wish you the best uh, moving forward.
1: Thank you. Thanks for um, making the time to talk to us.